Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Let's have our seats. <coughs> Hallelujah. I couldn't... Um, you know, Rev, when we are giving example of um, Xavier, I, was, I couldn't help thinking of my, my sons. Amen. <coughs> you know, there was a rumor that may I run an academy in my house. This was a rumor. They don't know what's up. <coughs> they don't know that it's me that they are tormenting. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, I was, I was telling them one day that I came out I came out of my room. I, I didn't see my son, so one was not in his room. The other one, I think they both went to one's room, you know, and they were doing something. So I opened the room, and they, do I, do I, you know, do I just busy do something? Just turn. Hey, dad. I'm like, hey. You know, I left and I was like, hey, dad. Wow. That's what people have told me to now. Hey, Dad. I'm like, hey, amen. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. And I used to beg them. I used to tell them that don't, the way you talk to me, don't talk to other people. Especially when you see your grandfather. <laughs> so the younger one, you know that one, you know, saying, I don't know, it's kind of, you know, my sons, they're like these bubbles. And I'm like, like Ferron, if you see Ferron now, Ferron like cool. You no know, teenagers worrying him, you know, so it's like cool. Yeah, you know. Jeremy is still a bit, you know, this thing. I remember one day we were in the office and, you know, my dad came. Um, you know, I, 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 I was trying to like, dobale, dobale, you know, understand? Like, <laughs> you know, but he didn't, he didn't catch the revelation. So he was like, Hey, Grandpa. The lady, look, I don't think my father realized. And no, serious. He was like, "Will you pay the Wow! I like. I told you. <laughs> I I know my granddad. I know my my dad felt bad. I know he felt bad. I know he felt really bad after that because from then on it has been, "Hey, Granddad," you know, but. <laughs> <laughs> but like guy, I would have saved you leaning on of hands, you understand? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Our digital children. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, it's serious with these children now, even though we even though we are the ones where the ISPs and all whatnot. If I need them, I say come and show me how you <laughs> you know you be they're not teaching yourself. No, just leave these children. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, uh, amen. I bless everybody. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, ministers. My time is clocking, ticking. My clock is ticking. Amen. So I'll just jump right into it. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Um, can you put... Um, Romans 7 on the screen. Let me look for that scripture. I think it's verse 24. 
Amplified Classic. Thank you, Lord. Uh, let me find this scripture. No worry, the scripture just struck me now, so let me find it for you. It's Romans 7. You know, anytime you come to minister, I'm already teaching now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Anytime you come to minister, you... I've learned if you're going to... You know, we have all these masterpiece messages and we have all these, you know... Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. If you're good to follow God, that's what I'm trying to say. If you're good to follow God, praise God. Um, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm not seeing the scripture. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. Romans 7, verse 6. Hallelujah. I want it to amplify classic, and if it can be up there, that would be great. Can we all see the screen? Or if you have amplify classic, maybe e Bible or something. Just give everybody time. Can it be on the screen? No, here. Oh no, if you can, no problem. If you can. So let's 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 read it together. But now, we are discharged from the law and have terminated all intercourse with it. Having died to, once, to what once restrained and held us captive. So now, we serve not under obedience to the old code of written regulations. But what? But, uh, but under obedience to the promptings of the spirit in newness of life. Everybody tell anybody the promptings of the spirit. Amen. We, we, so now we serve not under obedience to the old code of written regulations. But under obedience to the promptings of the Spirit in newness of life, we are discharged from the law. You know, there was a time we were in the hospital, all of us, the hospital of the law. But we are discharged, amen. Amen. <laughs> amen. Thank God, Pastor Joe was talking about God's words, medicine. We are discharged from the law. And we have terminated all intercourse with it. Amen. Having died to what once restrained and held us captive. So now, everybody say now. now. 
we serve not under obedience to the old code of written regulations, but under obedience to the promptings of the Spirit in newness of life. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Tell me about promptings of the Spirit. Amen. Promptings of the Spirit. You know, in, in IT, we, we, we have borrowed a lot of words. Browse. We borrowed browse. You know, browse is not an IT word. If I would ever have anything, we just borrow everything we do. <laughs> Amen. I, you know, in those days, I don't, we don't see it much because most people don't use command line. But in our days, and some of us that are system admins, we use the command line. You know, it's the command line. If, in fact, we don't even consider you a real computer person if you cannot use the command line. If you know, you know. If you don't know, you don't know. Amen. But if you are watching a movie and they want to show you, like this guy is a hacker or something, they are going to show you the command line. I just normally be, be red and green characters against a black screen. Then what? There will be a prompt. Tam, tam. Have you? You see that? So it, it just be, it may be this, just waiting for you to impute a character. Or type on the keyboard. They'll be just this prompt. Ta, ta, ta. I know to prompt is to encourage you to say something. <laughs> just, just there. Ta, ta. And you know, and so you guys have all gone matrix already. Wow. Okay. <laughs> but you know, I, I like it because it's kind of like here's it. He says, so now we serve not under obedience to the old code of written regulations, but under obedience to the ta, 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 the promptings. The promptings. The promptings. Everybody say promptings. Tell, tell, tell your neighbor that if you're born again. Amen. The promptings there are promptings in your heart. Amen. Now, let me read. Um, let me read. If you have read Kenny Higgins' book, um, Paul's Revelation, the Gospel. How does it say? Paul's Revelation. The Gospel of Reconciliation, exactly. If you've read that book, and if you've read maybe an old article, it came from an old article you read, he wrote, there's something he said there, and I want to quote from it. In all of Paul's writings to the church, you will find three main principles of this revelation of Jesus Christ. Because Paul said that no man taught him, because you can read Galatians, I'm saving my time, you can read Galatians, and he didn't meet the apostles, he really didn't have any contact with anybody in quite a number of years, 14, 17 years, he hardly made any contact with anybody, amen, and he said that this thing, I was, I was not taught by man, and by the time he even went and submitted his gospel, it was the same gospel. In all of Paul's writing to the church, we find three main principles of this revelation of Jesus Christ. He may give some local advice concerning local situations, greet certain people. Amen. Reverend Tokola is doing that very much. So, sorry. <laughs> and so on. But primarily, 
in all his letters, he deals with these three major facts. One, what God did for us in Christ in his great plan of redemption or substitution. I'll read that part again. Number one, what God did in Christ in his great plan of redemption or substitution. Two, what the Holy Spirit through the word can do in us in the new birth and in being filled with the Holy Ghost. Two, what the Holy Spirit through the word can do in us in the new birth and in being filled with the Holy Spirit. And three, what Jesus is doing for us now at the right hand of the Father. The third one, what Jesus is doing for us now, right now, at the right hand of the Father. And this is the summary of the Pauline revelation. These epistles that we live in. Amen. Hallelujah. What God, through Christ, did for us in his great plan of redemption. Praise God. What the Holy Spirit, through the word, is doing for us now in the new birth and in being filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. And what Jesus is doing for us right now at the right hand of the Father. Amen. How of you know that Jesus is doing for you something, doing something for you right now? Someone said, I didn't know Jesus did anything for me. Well, read your Bible. He's ever living to make intercession for you. And you can read other things. You can read about him being your great high priest. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If we sing, we have an advocate with the Father. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And, um, you know, was it yesterday? You know, when I go to the room, I say, how many days have we been in camp meeting? Yes. I don't know. But it feels like I've done five days. I don't know about it. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. But, you know, yesterday I began to talk about one of those things. Just one of those things. One of the many things that the Holy Ghost, through his word, is doing for us in the new birth and in the baptism of the Holy Ghost. So let's turn our Bibles now to 1 Corinthians 14. Amen. We'll read verse 1 and we'll read verse 39. Follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts, but rather I'm not finished reading it. It jumped. I was like, okay. Yeah. Hallelujah. Follow after charity, follow after love, and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that ye may prophesy. Amen. Can we talk to somebody and, and, and just say that scripture to the person? Just give instruction to that person. Verse 39. Verse 39. 
Wherefore who? Wherefore who? No, no. Is it us he's talking to? Who is brethren? Brethren is you and I. Brethren is Mecca. <laughs> Wherefore brethren? What? Covet to prophesy and forbid not to speak in tongues. Amen. Okay. Let us break this down. I beg, will it be covert? Strong desire. To covert is even to desire what somebody else has. Get longer. Hey, you know I love PG. You know, God, God bless you. Kodei. Took eye for person team. Pigeon is just amazing. I, I love it. Amen. It's amazing. So I said, make you chook eye for Pesitin. Make you do Kodei. What's that one? I cannot say. Make you do longer throw for prophecy. No, this this is a direct on what's that word? When you cannot when you can unambiguous instruction in God's word to brethren. Amen. Amen. I'll say it again. It is what? It's a direct is unambiguous instruction to brethren. Telling you to do one of the things in the Ten Commandments could be covetous. He said that when it comes to prophecy, be covetous. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. No, I, I really want this point to dawn on us. That God instructs expects, desires, wants, is pushing us to the extreme for us to prophesy. Thank you, Lord. He wants us to do kodei, to have longer throat, to be chuki eye. I believe we all understand all that. I think... You know, pigeon has a way it ministers to us. Hallelujah. <laughs> on, on this matter. Amen. And he, he, he talked about the, you know, we could say, we talk about the, all the gifts of the spirit. He said, but, but, he said, convert spiritual, but, desire spiritual, but rather, but rather, but rather, but rather, that you prophesy. Amen. I you know, like I said, I had some, you know, some small, small, you know, concerns, especially after I came out of teaching and give some, no, I'm, not, I'm not really out, but uh, maybe I have two or three more sessions, but, you know, but just come from that teacher and it's been coming, you know, the teaching has been coming, you know, and you start feeling that there are some things if we don't emphasize, it will be lost because some people have certain impressions in the body of Christ. Right now. Amen. For example, that you need to be a prophet to prophesy. But this instruction wasn't given to prophets. Amen? Amen. Amen. I bet not your neighbor. Say, this instruction wasn't to prophets. 
is to brethren. Now, you know, you, you have to be, you know, there are a lot of instruction in the Bible. But when, when the Bible is actually pushing you, pushing you on a particular one, then you have to take note that, wait, there is something here that is missing if the Bible has to tell me to convert to prophesy. No, there is something there. If the Bible has to push you and tell you to convert to prophesy, there is something here that we have not tapped into and we are not experiencing. And because we are not experiencing it, there are a lot of alternative solutions we are looking for in which it is only prophecy that solves. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm pushing you too. I'm pushing you. As the Bible is pushing you, I'm pushing you too. And we need to begin to experience this in our private lives, in our personal lives. So that in First Corinthians 14, we read some verses there. When we come together, when we come together, we'll be coming to church not just because we want to get something, but because we have something. Amen. Amen. So I'm not, I'm, not even, I'm not the one making emphasis on this. Just in case you think I'm the one making emphasis. I'm not the one making emphasis. It is God making emphasis on this. And spiritual things can be taught. Hallelujah. It can be taught. Now, so let's read some scripture. We're still in 1 Corinthians 14. Let's read some... Uh, should I use my phone? Let's read some scripture. Thank you, Lord. From verse 2, let us continue. Read verse 1. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him. How be it in the spirit he speaketh mysteries? But he that prophesieth speaketh unto men. To edification and exhortation and comfort. <laughs> you know, it's, it's interesting where, how we, can I just go back? I've kind of noticed something in the body of Christ that we can, we can form things out of God's word. Right? That how God wants us to solve it is different from what we are formed. Amen. I, I hear he says, he that speaking on unknown tongue edifies, but he that prophesied edifies. Is that the verse? Is that our last verse? Verse 3. Yeah, verse 3. Yeah. For he that prophesied speaketh unto men to edification, exhortation, and comfort. To edify is to charge. To exhort is to is a calling here. To be comforted is 
to be comforted. <laughs> and because we have not built this into our lives as believers, many of us, look, let God's word be true and every man a liar. Many of us were looking for edification somewhere else. We are looking for exhortation somewhere else. We are looking for comfort somewhere else. Because we have not built this into our lives. Amen. And if God tells you to desire something, to want something, to covet something, it's because you can have it. Everybody say, I can have prophecy in my life. No, no, no. Tell your neighbor, I'm not talking about the one Reverend will give you. I'm talking about the one in my life. Coming out of my own mouth. Amen. Now, okay, so, you know, last time we did not define things. I want to take some time to just say some things because we have to be clear. Now, if you are, you know, and I, it's kind of inverted, but if you, if you're a student of history, or if you study phenomena, you know, or if you do any kind of study, have you noticed something? If you take a small time frame to look at a phenomena, doesn't matter what it is. If you take a small time frame and look at a phenomena, let's say you took six months or a year, and you say, hey, this, and you say, and you, you notice something happening. You say, this thing is always happening. Now, if you now go back and look at that same phenomena ten years, you now realize that maybe it's not happening that much. Oh. Now, when you now go back, maybe a hundred years, you look at the phenomena like, no, it's not, it's not really that much. But maybe because in that one year, it happened more times than often. You conclude that what? Yes. You, you, you jump to a wrong conclusion because you only use a small time frame to make an analysis. Amen. Now, like I said, it's kind of inverted. You see, English is, is, is an interesting language in that there are some things that mean something generally and mean something else specifically. Oh, please don't. What did I say? What did I say? English is interesting. Some things uh-huh. I mean something else specifically. And you see, the problem is that sometimes when we are reading the Bible or we are studying your Bible, we take the general meaning to the specific meaning. And we now make a mess of things. Amen. You know, a good example is the word miracle. Not you. <laughs> you know, a good example is miracle. Amen. A good example is miracle. You know, so... Now, what, what's, what's a miracle? You know, what's a miracle? There's a specific definition, but we also have a general definition of miracle. Miracle, for example, we say, the miracle of the sun coming out. Amen? Have, have you heard that? Or the miracle of child births, even though it's natural. And we would come and say, oh, you should, you, if, if not for God, you will not even have woken up. It's even a miracle we woke up today. But we're using miracle in the general sense. Amen. 
in the specific sense, a miracle is a supernatural intervention in the natural cause of nature. Now, for you see, for me to sleep and wake up, there was no supernatural intervention. It's just, it's just natural. For a woman to give birth to a child, specifically, it's just a natural, it's just biology. Amen? For the sun to come up, even though the sun really didn't come up with you, it just rotated, actually. <laughs> Amen? One time we are back in the sun, now we are facing the sun. <laughs> Amen? But, you know, so even the sun coming up, even, you can't even the earth will just revolve. <laughs> Amen. The earth was doing his thing, so he saw the sun in the morning. It's the natural cause of things. There's no, spe- there's no specific miracle there. Amen. So a miracle specifically is a supernatural intervention in the natural cause of nature. Amen. And it's kind of like that with prophecy too. Prophecy is one of those words that there is a general sense because generally prophecy means inspired utterance. That's all it means. Inspired utterance. Amen. What does prophecy mean? In the general sense. It's just inspired utterance. Amen. Hallelujah. So any kind of inspired utterance in the general sense is prophecy any kind of inspired utterance and you see we can use prophecy and you see prophecy in different things for example i can i can be ministering to you now and i can have now i'm talking to you out of knowledge but a child could come amen Yes, that some things that I didn't think of will just fall out of my mouth. In fact, I can even fall out of my mouth and I can continue speaking. Amen. I could be in prayer. Amen. And, you know, I just have some inspired utterance, some inspired prayer. In the general sense. Praise God. I could be preaching. It doesn't even matter. You know, you could just have inspired utterance. Because generally it means to flow forth, to bubble forth. Amen. Hallelujah. To flow forth, to bubble forth. Now, but specifically, specifically, it is what? It is supernatural utterance in a known tongue. Amen. Amen supernatural utterance in a known tongue. You see, tongues is supernatural utterance in an unknown tongue. So if we use the general if we use the general explanation, it will also be prophecy. Because prophecy is just inspired utterance. But now supernatural utterance in an unknown tongue is what we are calling diverse kinds of tongues or diversities of tongues. And of course, interpretation of tongues is a supernatural showing forth of what was said in an unknown tongue. Amen. Amen. Are you still with me? Oh, okay, cool. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, I'm, I'm saying that to help us because sometimes you will not be able to rightly divide God's word because you took the general sense 
of things, applied it to the specific sense, you made a mess of things, you took the specific sense, and you also have to know in what sense a word is in the Bible. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, let me um, just remind us one more thing that I said yesterday. That when it comes to prophecy now, we're talking in the specific sense, as we have it listed in 1 Corinthians 12. When, we, when it comes to prophecy, when it comes to particularly the utterance gifts and the revelative gifts, we have to understand that it is not just God speaking. It is both God and man. Amen? Amen? It's both what? It's both God and man. And this is where, this is the bridge I feel, I know for, for me, it was the bridge I could not cross for a long time. That when, when those promptings, when those promptings in, by which we are supposed to live by, when they start happening, I don't yield to it. Because what? I'm expecting God to open my mouth. I, I'm not even sure. You know, sometimes people wonder, what was I even expecting? What was I thinking? I can't tell you how many times people come and say, Kai, brave, I had some words. I'm like, what did you do with them? You didn't speak them out. And most people are not speaking out because they are shy, but the truth is, is pride. There's no, there's no shyness, it's just pride. Amen. And we, the body, were not brought to a place of um, a place of fulfillment that we should be. Now, so you have to get that God moving on you, it may not be spectacular, but it is supernatural. Hello? I mean, I love what Rev said that General came and said some things to him. It may not have been spectacular. You did see General doing forward roll up and down the aisle. Amen. But as Rev even said, he said, "Look, it was it was it was supernatural to him. It may not have been spectacular. It may have it may not have had drama." Amen. And you, you too can prophesy. Hallelujah. You too can prophesy. Can you say that about myself? Yourself? Well, you can say it about me, Shabbat. Amen. Look, I cannot overemphasize this because there are a lot of things people are looking for. There are things people are looking for. It's only found in inspired utterance. The solution is only found in inspired utterance. Thank you, Lord. Amen. You will be in your prayer life. You will be in your prayer life. You will be praying. And this prompting, this prompting, you will experience this prompting. In fact, I dare say, I, you know, I don't think I go 15 minutes, 20 minutes in focused prayer that I do not begin to experience these promptings. Amen? 
Why are you looking at me like a, like a dog with a new pan? You have never had this before? Eh? Have you had it before? No. Some people say no. Wow. That's why I'm here, amen. So that you hear it. I, I, it, it even makes my case. Truly, it makes my case. That you know, because you're already doing something in your private life, you're taking it for granted that people are doing it. You're flowing in it privately, so you're taking it for granted that what? Everybody else is doing it now. I mean, everybody, I know I believe how you should be doing it. But you're not going to realize that no, they don't know how to, they don't even know to cooperate with the Holy Ghost. And that's why we read some scriptures about the Holy Ghost being in us. So let's lift our hands and say the Holy Ghost is in me. Hallelujah. Say it one more time. The Holy Ghost is in me. He's dwelling in me. I am his temple. He's, 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 he's witnessing with my spirit. And he's giving promptings to my heart. He's giving me utterance. That I may prophesy. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No, so you know what? This thing has to enter our heart. Because you see, I'm teaching it. But you know, I'm still sensing something. So I'm going to give everybody like I'm going to give everybody like one minute, one minute. Because my time is precious. I'm going to give one minute, and you're going to you're going to preach to somebody what I've preached in the last 30, 30 minutes. Preach to somebody. Oh yeah, grab somebody. No, grab somebody. Grab somebody. Don't worry. This camp meeting. Don't worry. The Holy Ghost is in you. <laughs> the Holy Ghost is in you. We are to live by his promptings. Hallelujah. We are to live by his utterance. As we get into prayer, there will be promptings in our heart. We should learn to yield to it. We'll be edified. We'll be exalted. We'll be comforted. No, let it come out of my preach. I need this. I, I really need it to be imprinted upon your spirit. <laughs> See, you know, in church, eh, sometimes when I'm talking, I start saying, I'm sharing money. I'm sharing money. I am sharing money. Look, I. When I say this, I say it with all, I say it figuratively and literally. I am sharing money. Amen. I'm sharing money. No, seriously. I'm sharing money. The, what? You see, you see, how do you say, what's that Nigerian something say? The thing that is in your shokoto. Shokoto? Shokoto. Yes, it's is, yes, uh, the thing that is in Sokoto. Ah! The thing that is in your Sokoto. You are looking for it in Sokoto. The thing you are looking for in Sokoto is in your Sokoto. It's in your Sokoto. Kalabarata. <laughs> it sounded like a tongue and interpretation was coming after that. <laughs> 
Amen. So, I do something I read to you yesterday. I want to read it again because I know it will help us. The inspiration and revelation gifts are a measure or a product of both God and man. Amen. You have something to do with it. Man does the prophesying. Man does the showing forth. Man is in control. We went on to say that water flowing through a pipe will pick up some characteristics of that pipe. God will work with your personality and your vocabulary. <laughs> Amen. No, no. Let me preach your neighbor. Let me preach your neighbor. No. Uh-huh. How, no matter how limited your vocabulary is, God will work with it. Amen. God will work with it. So, we, we have to yield, cooperate with God on this issue for certain things to be evident in our lives. Now let's read um, Ephesians 5. Thank you, Lord. Ephesians 5 from verse uh, like 16 or something. Uh, go back one. This is, uh, See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools. But as what? Redeeming the time because what? The days are evil. It begins to teach us how we redeem the time. Because these days are evil. Verse 17. Wherefore be not unwise but understanding what the will of the Lord is. You see, wise people understand what the will of the Lord is. Amen. Let me preach your neighbor. The wise people. We understand what? What the will of the Lord is. You know, you know what's blessed, you know? Rev was talking about choosing the ministers for camp meeting. What did he say? There was one, there was one phrase he used. What did he say? He said that that was the that was the main work. He said, all these other things is secondary. The main work. The main work. Understanding what the will of the Lord is. (laughs) Amen. Verse 18. And be not drunk with wine. Wherein is excess. But be filled with the spirit. Well, we know that there's a play on words here. Is to be beings filled. Or maintain a spirit-filled life. Amen? Amen. And he showed us what happens when we are not drunk with wine, but we are being, being filled with the Holy Ghost. He now said what? Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, 
singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord. Psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. You know, when you talk with a lot of people, as a pastor, a lot of people have crisis. Crisis. Now, I was doing one small test to show you how important this is. How many of you have had any crisis? Any kind of crisis? I mean, I've had crisis. I mean, everybody has crisis. It could be financial. All kinds of crises happen. Crisis. Amen. Physical. Praise God. Some of you have never had crisis. I mean, God bless you. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Now, you could read the Psalms and you can see another man that had crisis. Remember, Tukula took us through a journey yesterday, right? Amen. And some of those Psalms, it was when Saul was pursuing him. Many are they that rise up against me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, this is, this is the question I want to ask. How many of you now, when you were in crisis, you started singing Psalms? Vera, this laugh. <laughs> You don't still remember. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm, oh, no hand came up. Oh. You know, I'm waiting for a hand. That you, you, you go to a place, then psalms, hymns, spiritual songs started rising out of your heart. You see, this is my point. We are doing everything apart from what the word of God says we should do. Amen. Amen. You're doing everything apart from what the word of God says you should do. Thank God for whatever you are doing and how you run to your pastor and everything. But you're still doing everything apart from what God's word says you should do. And that's why I say that, that you find some things in Christianity among believers now is that we are we have all these pseudo solutions. You understand? We have these pseudo solutions. Yes, they are suboptimal, but we, 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 we have latched on them. But that is not what God said you should do. And that's why I'm saying that if we don't teach some of these things and don't emphasize it on people's hearts, some things will be lost because of the way we are going. Amen. We're even spiritualizing, we are spiritualizing away what the instruction God gives us. Okay, let's go to let's go to um, Colossians three. You know, so here it says that we should speak to ourselves. This is to our own selves now. Mostly talking to himself. Self. So let's go to Colossians. I'll ask you another question. Colossians three sixteen. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Wait to teaching and admonishing one another. You already know the question I want to ask you. Teaching and admonishing one another. How? In Psalms. And hymns. And spiritual songs. And then when last did you teach like that? Mm -hmm. Teaching and admonishing one another. I'm pushing you. I know I'm pushing you. I know it's like I just brought, I just came from heaven, but it is still before you in black and white or whatever. Call of your Bible. 
Teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and singing with grace your heart to Lord. When last? When last? When, whenever. Sorry, I said last. Sorry, ever. I'm, I'm pushing. I know. It's like new ground. You're like, huh? Which one be this one? It was always there. I know right Bible, no vex. Amen. Amen. Every believer, every believer. You see, we're not just instructed to speak to ourselves in Psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. We are, we are instructed to teach and admonish in Psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Hello? Help me not journey, but tell you, don't, don't, don't be lost now. Just stay with him, stay with him. Stay with him, stay with him. Stay with him. Stay with him. Tell anybody, you know why? Because you too can prophesy. You too can prophesy. Amen. Thank God for the team of this. Um, thank you. Thank God for the team of come meeting. Amen. Continue. Do you know if. You know, I can imagine Paul when he called those people and was telling them Jews and, and, and proselytes. You know, I could imagine the, the, the you know, when he's mentioning it, something was in their mind, the stronghold. And they said, no, continue in these things I'm teaching. Continue in these things. Continue in these things. Continue in these things. I know I'm, I'm saying this, this is, this is direct clear unambiguous instruction to us and I'm, and, and, and I'm enjoying all of us continuing this whole amen. amen covet it desire it stretch for it or else we're not getting to the place God wants us to get to So it will seem that um, thank you Lord. Verse 26 of 1 Corinthians um, 14. Verse 26, 1 Corinthians 14. I want, us to, I want us to read it together now. I just want to read one verse. How is it then brethren? How is it then, brethren? He's talking to who? When he said, convert to brethren. I said, wherefore, brethren, convert to prophesy. He's talking to brethren. So how is it then, brethren? When you come together. When you what? Every one of you. Wait. No, 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 no. No. You know the Bible is not an exaggerated book. Everyone. Ah, no, wait. Nah, no. No. God, I just got born again yesterday. How is it that when you come together, everyone had a psalm, had a doctrine, had a tongue, had a revelation, had an interpretation. Let everything be done unto a divine. Now, of course, the English there is that everybody had something. 
Not that everybody had everything. Everybody had something. When you, when you come together, you know, what, what is coming together? What we have in church? Amen. When we're having church, when we're having meeting, everyone had something. Now, so, pastors in the house, I really, I really want to encourage us. I really want to encourage us to, to push for it. To press for it. To teach it and bring it to people's awareness. That they also can prophesy. And that they should convert to do so. And that the promptings of God, of, of the Holy Ghost, the utterance is already there. Amen. Because when we come together, when we come together, you know, in, you know, in, in church, you know, in church, I've been pushing for this, and I'm, I'm seeing some of these things, and I, I call it division of labor. This is division of labor in the body of Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. After praise worship, some people started ministering to people. I'm like, praise the Lord. They now say, ah, pastor, come on, come on, come on, and say, why? Continue in grace. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. I stood. I said, ah, I'll come and do I'll, I'll come and preach now. She be already laid hands on people. Praise God. What's another part of the service? Someone is doing something. I say, Hallelujah, continue. Praise God. Come on, run my battery down. Don't run my battery down. Leave me. <laughs> Hallelujah. I have to be 100 percent so that at least by the time I'm preaching, I'm only at 90. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because if you don't do this, thing, pastors, you'll be a hundred percent when you reach church. And when you're going. They will drag you. <laughs> this is how God has designed it to be. That every one of us, you know, that, that, so, so they be like, you know, why did you just say some of us? Many of us would have been fine. He just said everyone. Everyone. So design your service to accommodate everyone. Of course, not everyone can come on stage. So the Bible gives us instruction along this area. See, the Bible will not tell us how we should run a service. Especially this. If it's not expecting us to have this. Yeah? We all must prophesy. Amen. But let everything be done to edify. Oh, if, you're, if, you're, if one is giving an unauthorized, let it by two or three and that by cause. And let the others judge. You know, he's giving us instruction because it's expected. Amen? Because we all, we all, everyone can prophesy. Now, thank you, Lord. Who is with me here? Let me see your handle. Just to be sure you have not slept off. Amen. So I'll give you another one minute. I'll give you another one minute. I want you to preach your neighbor again. One more minute. Just talk to your neighbor. Everything I've said. Everything I said in the last 15 minutes. Don't worry, I'm clocking myself. 
Yes, me man of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I give you praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Maybe just carry these things from here. Um, let me just get this scripture. What did your neighbor tell you? my last scripture. Don't worry, I'm done. They have packed my things. You can see. <laughs> Psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. A psalm is a spiritual poem. It could be sung, it could be chanted. A hymn is, is a song of praise and worship directed towards God. Now, all these things I'm saying, they are giving at the spur of the moment. Kenehegi says they are hot off the wire. A spiritual song is, is a supernatural showing forth of what was revealed to you. And the Bible tells us we should speak to ourselves in psalms and spiritual songs and we should what? Teach and admonish one another. So it is not the domain of a selected few. So as verse 26 says, verse 14, how is it then brethren when you come together? Every one of you ha. Amen. And let God be trying every man a liar. If God says we can have it, then we can have it. If God says we can do it, then we can do it. You see, it takes us stepping out in faith on God's word for this thing to become a a, a common place, a reality in our lives. And it is in these things, you know, you will be elated, elated, elated. What's the word? E? Eh? Elated. Okay. Now we'll go there, come from so Mount management. It will edify you, it will charge you, it will build you. 
Amen. It will edify others through your mouth. It will charge others through your mouth. Praise God. Amen. It, it will exhort people to call them near. Praise God. It will comfort people. It will comfort you. It will comfort others. Amen. It's available to you now. Come always with me. Hallelujah. No, we're going to press in just a little bit now. We're going to press in. I'm just preparing your heart to press in. Do you have the Holy Ghost? Then, then you, have the, you have the promptings. You have the utterance. I'm not talking about any strange thing. It's just that you have not paid attention. Amen. Now, what you're going to do is that I'll, let me show you how it may work. Most, Maybe most of the time. You're going to have a part. A part of it. Um... Imagine how many of you watch all these um, circles or or something got talent? How many of you watch one of those shows that this guy will swallow maybe a pack of razor blades on a string? He didn't pull it out. It's kind of gross, terrible. I don't I don't know what they have done to their insides to be able to have that kind of. <laughs> Amen. But it, it's like that. You're going to have a part. You're not going to have everything. And most of the time, you're kind of waiting for everything. You're not going to have everything. You're just going to have a part. Just a part. Amen. It could even be a topic. You know, I was listening to Hagen. Um, he was talking about this. Then, and he, he, he cracked a joke, but this is the point. He was talking about it. Then he said, sleeplessness. And he said, there's somebody struggling with sleeplessness. So, he said, I'm, I'm showing you how he did it. There's somebody struggling with sleeplessness. And he says, so he said, you know the Bible says you should teach and admonish one another in psalms and hymns. He didn't say it's for the teacher. He's just talking to us. Just you, believer. He said, someone struggling with sleeplessness and he begins to give a psalm about sleeplessness. Just off the cuff. Just pulling it from his like, don't worry, you just have to be perfect. Amen? You can akin it to when you got born, when you, are, when you wanted to get filled with the Holy Ghost and all that was coming out of your mouth was waja, 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 waja. <laughs> Amen? Hallelujah. So, you could have a, a phrase, a psalm, um, um, a topic, um, something. I, we're just going to I, look. It doesn't even matter if it's two sentences you string together. It does not matter. But as you practice it, it gets better. As you you enter it, you you get in the flow. So the last point I want to make is say, you see, we're going to have to connect our mouth with our heart now. So I says, how? By how you connect it. So let, me, so let me explain. So you see, I can be giving instruction to you now. And I'm teaching you. I'm, I'm, t- I'm teaching you by, by knowledge. I'm just teaching you. Then, but even though I'm teaching you by knowledge, there's something in my heart. Amen. Because 
I'm a, uh, I'm a minister. I'm teaching you by knowledge. But I know that the knowledge I'm teaching you, what I need to say to you, I can't just say it to you directly. Do you understand what I mean? Okay, so if I say, um, uh, looking for a good example here, Reverend Tokola. Like, you know, Reverend Tokola is a big man of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You see, he took it by faith. Amen. And it is true in his life. So, so, but now, even though I want, but maybe I wanted to say something to Reverend Tokola, and everybody will hear. You see, it's not wise for me just to start saying, Reverend Tokola, see. No. So, even though the thing I want to say is still in my heart, I will first create a conducive atmosphere. If I, I could say, Reverend Tukula, come. I could say, all this time, what I want to say is still there. But you see, I have to say, give instruction in the natural. And after I've done that, I separate him. And I said, okay, this is, you know, we even start with the phrase, this is what is in my heart. When I even said this is what is in my heart, I have still not yet started talking what is in my heart. But as I now start saying the words exactly, I could start with the phrase I have. Then the rest will come out. Do you understand me? Hallelujah. And that is how it is. Okay? Praise God. And that's, that's how it is. So when I say, connect your mouth to your heart, I mean, you have to leave all your natural instructions and sometimes it is necessary to give a natural instruction, especially if you are ministering to somebody. Then, I start, I start with the phrase I have. So when I use that term, you know sometimes I realize I will use certain terms, but we are not explaining what we mean. So people don't know what you are saying. Thank you, Lord. Now, this same thing could, you see, I could be, I could be talking to you now, ministering, and I could have something in my heart. And I could stop what I could start stop my line of thought, connect to what the phrase or the thought in my heart and say it, then come back to my teaching. Amen. So that's what I mean by connecting your mouth to your heart. That's what I mean. That there's something in your heart. I know even for some people right now, there's something in their heart. There's a phrase, there's a topic, there's a thought. And all you have to do to enter into what we're talking about is to connect your mouth to that thought, that instruction, that topic, that phrase, and you start pulling it out. It doesn't matter if it's two sentences. It doesn't matter if it's three sentences. You, you know, sometimes people, the, the problem is that they want to go and give mighty supply uh, prophecy. It's, no, don't. <laughs> Amen. The guy will give mighty surprise prophecy. Don't they do and take yeah? Leave them. Leave them alone. They have, been, they have been intimidating you. We are sorry. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Chime, sing for me. Please. There's a song that I... My song. I love that song. Christ our fame foundation. We're just going to sing a couple of times, and we're just going to press in. We're just going to pray. Amen. Then that thought, that topic, that um, impression, 
I want you to just say it out of your mouth. You may have to forcefully just say it. You may even just say it only. Don't, 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 don't worry. Thank you, Lord. Okay, I think 